1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
0: Hello, I'm Billy Munger. And hello, I'm Johnny Herbert. And welcome back to Lift the Lid, the podcast that takes you flat out around the world of Formula One. And we are at a racetrack
1: today, aren't we? Recording something very special, which will be out later
0: this week. We are indeed, mate. We're at Donington Park recording part two of our crash special. So tune back in later this week for that. And if you haven't listened to it already, make sure you go back and have a listen to our first episode around Johnny's 1988 Brands Hatch Crash.
1: Yes, with our usual race review and team radio episodes back
0: next week. So here we go then, it's time for us to lift the lid. So firstly, mate, Johnny, good to see you again. Yeah, always good to see you. How's things been with you? Seen you've been out carting a little bit. Yes. You know, getting back to it. Depressed. (laughs) (laughs) It's still not happening.
1: Remember, I had mentioned it, I'm blaming my engine. Yeah. I'm still blaming my my engine. engine. I'm I'm about 3K down. 3K. The whole. It's not even sort of at the end of the straight. It's actually the whole way down the damn
0: straight. Have you had it on a dyno or anything? No, I
1: haven't. Someone was talking about you can have a top end. Yeah. sort of service i don't know if it's worth doing a top-end service have you got any experience on that
0: i mean yeah, it's a long while since i was like yeah. karting days but yeah I, I, to be fair when i was racing everyone had the same sort of engine builders and they would sort all of of uh is it worth a I go but is it worth i mean it depends how old is that motor you've got? i have no idea is i actually it? i
1: have got a th- i think i have got the uh the little certificate thing for it okay a booklet thing i will have a little check. yeah
0: have a little look because if we're talking it's a decade old or so then you might want to maybe just get a new one i I'm th- that's
1: what i'm thinking of doing yeah because it, it definitely was a struggle so as far as i love my racing uh, as far as i love my karting um i don't like carton at the moment (laughs) because my competitive my competitive instinct is still is still coming out but uh, no no no, i'm gonna i'm gonna get that sorted for sure so i'm with charlie my son-in-law so he's faster than me at the moment which is frustrating me i don't like you charlie
0: (laughs) (laughs) well hopefully you get that sorted out soon mate yeah uh... what have you been up to yeah, not too much, to be honest, mate. It's been, I don't know about you, it's felt like a long break without yeah. Formula 1. It so has. it's been kind of a bit of a chill time for me, really. So I've been taking up a new sport a little bit, playing a bit of golf with a few have mates. you? That's not gone too well, either. To, <laughs> I'm in the same to. position with you and your car too.
1: Yeah, isn't it a frustrating game? Yeah,
0: every time I think I've got it sussed, I yeah. hit one good shot, the exactly next shot that. goes in if there's yeah. a pond, it'll find the pond or a bunker. And uh, yeah, so... I'm not a naturally gifted golfer. That's what I'm learning quite quickly. No, no, but I'm, I'm persevering. I'm,
1: I'm, I might, well, I might sort of join you at some point. However, go. I'm going to have to dust my clubs down. But I think both of us, you know, we, we, are you under 100 or are you over
0: 100? Uh, I'm around the 100 mark. Around the 100 yeah. mark. I'm
1: about that. I, I can go lower, but that just on a day that sort of everything sort of uh, works. But I then go away from that great day, <laughs> still not understanding why
0: <laughs> I had yeah, a good day. Yeah, that's the problem. Day. You hit a good yeah. shot and you're not sure where no, that's come not, from or no. what you've done differently. But no. anyway. We need to sort that one out. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that we'll line that up for the future. We mentioned we're at Donton Park, mate. Yes. We're currently sat in an office. We're uh, at oh, the, we're at the race office. I'm yeah, the, the race, office. Office. The uh, race yeah, office. We've been lucky enough to be gifted this space. We're going to be get, go out on the track later for, yeah. the, for the actual crash episode itself. But if there is any echoes or anything like that, it's because yeah. we've finally managed to find a little space to sit down and record this. Yeah, they're,
1: they're, they're, you might even hear some cars because there's actually a track day yeah, going track on day as well. Really so on, we're, yeah, we're going to have, have a little look at that as well, maybe a little bit later on. But anyway, yeah, we're going to get on track and have a little bit of chat about your, your history.
0: My Happy history choice. of this place, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love this circuit, love Donington Park. Yes, yeah. indeed, yeah. But Baku, Baku, yes. where should we start, mate? Uh, well, wow. obviously, this is a like I say, it's been a gap since the last race, but also this is the first sprint race of the yes. season. So you know that throws a few spanners in the works.
1: I think it does, but I like those spanners that get sort of thrown <laughs> in that works. So yeah. I, th- I think I think it'd be good. We I think we both know Baku does seem to make the racing quite interesting Baku's doesn't it has, has historically racing, done that so even from a sprint race point of view i hope it's a track that it works that it does actually sort of spice it up for that race on saturday
0: i don't see any reason why not like you say the normal grand prix we've yeah. had there in the past with you know that long main straight you always yeah. get actually down to turn one so hopefully with a sprint race it just encourages people to get brave on the brakes down there and to really go for it. You know, it's got no the one thing that could help that is the fact it's got no relevance to the grid for Sunday's Grand Prix Absolutely. which hasn't always been the case. No exactly, which is good. With the with Baku as a circuit, the being a street circuit, there are there is a possibility of having, you know, a shunt there, having a crash and if like last year that was affecting your grid for the Sunday, that, right. that might tame it down a bit. So I'm yeah, hoping maybe we're going to have lots of action this yeah. year.
1: So for those of you who don't know, actually there's a free practice on Friday. Yep. Then you're straight into a qualifying session, which is for Sunday's race. And then we've got Saturday.
0: It's uh, all-out sprint day, isn't it? Yeah,
1: qualifying. And then, of course, then we've got the, the sprint after that. And, of course, then the Grand Prix itself on Sunday. So a nice sort of mix-up again. I know everybody's completely happy about about the sprint race. But let's hope it works. Because if it does work, I think it would be entertaining for us. Because we're going to have an interesting Friday, Billy. We're going to have an interesting Saturday. And we're going to have the Grand Prix. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday.
0: How do you think? I don't know about you, but obviously, the fact that normally you have lots of practice sessions at a Grand Prix race weekend before qualifying. If you were, you know, putting yourself in the cockpit, if you're approaching this weekend, you know you've got to hit the ground running because you've got a practice yeah. session on Friday and then it's straight into qualifying for Sunday, which is obviously where the big points are scored. Have you ever been in a situation where you've had a lack of practice and you know, well, you've had to you know, approach a Grand Prix weekend differently? Cause I think kind of we've both had it, it in, in all our forms of racing that yeah. we've been involved with.
1: You have a wet practice session and then a dry qualifying. Yeah, for example. true. That's
0: happened on many occasions. Yeah, many yeah.
1: occasions. It's happened all the way through our careers. So it's not as if it's a new thing yeah. that's happening. It's actually something that's happened for every probably every single driver on that Formula One grid. But they've had sort of days where they've had no, learnt nothing, and then they've just been thrown straight into qualifying. But we know it normally mixes it up as well. Yeah, you normally
0: do get, you know, the potential for a mixed-up grid because people that would normally have the chance, and the opportunity to get their car dialed in exactly how they want it. If they arrive in qualifying and the car's not where they want it to be, they've got to drive around that, which is good in that sense, because that's something that normally doesn't happen in the world of Formula One. Normally everything's so calculated and precise that the drivers turn up in qualifying with a car that's exactly where they want it, nine times out of ten. So it'd be good, I think, to see the drivers tested in that sense of... Not having the build-up like a normal Grand Prix weekend.
1: No, I, I think it's going to be good because we know Baku Turn Eight. We seem to have had uh, many crashes in the past.
0: <laughs> Just a few, and darker because
1: like that. of that sort of. N- a- Non ability to set up that car. That yeah. is where those types of corners are actually going to become more of a, a tester, tester for the drivers. Are you saying that's you a think good thing. you can
0: see any big mistakes happening from you know some of the drivers in qualifying? You, well, you,
1: we've seen that historically anyway. We have Even seen when they've that had a, sort of a free practice one, free practice doing a free practice three, they've still had issues with the track because the track is a tricky old track. Yeah, and it does it's bite got a bit of everything. You get it wrong. It? Yeah, it's got a bit of everything. High so, speed, low speed. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. quite
0: technical in place. Is I think it is an, as an all-round circuit. It does have a lot of things to challenge the, the drivers, which is why I think it's become one of the fan favourites on the on the calendar.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to. it. I like Baku anyway, so I think it will be a a really uh, interesting weekend coming our way. Should we talk about? It? The teams a little bit? Yeah, I
0: think yeah. probably worth mentioning, you know, the teams obviously getting back to it. Red Bull, you yes. know, I hate to bring them up every single time <laughs> straight <laughs> off the bat, but that's the level they've been at this year that, you know, they're the first team we're always talking about nine times out of 10. They were one two here last year, mm-hmm. you know. It kind of suggests that this is a circuit they could do well at. And it's not like they started the season in bad form, either, just to add on top of that.
1: No, the good thing about Baku as well is one... One of those drivers has always gone actually very well yep. around that track. Checo. Sergio Perez, yeah. So, that is a Checo circuit, isn't it, it? It does seem to be. We, we know Max is going to be mighty quick anyway, of always. course. He always but is, Johnny. Checo could, you know, really test him. And I think that would, be, that would be really good to see. I think he's motivated enough. I don't know about you. I think he's motivated enough
0: now because he has seen glimpses of actually he's been competitive. And he needs to bounce back yeah. after Australia. You know, yes, the after The weekend Australia. he had there where... You know, he didn't hit the ground running, it's fair to say, there. He had a few offs in practice and qualifying, you know, stuff that was quite costly in terms of his championship run that Mm -hmm. he'd, he'd been putting on and Baku's not a place that will reward mistakes you know if he makes a mistake there it's going to be costly but luckily in the past it's been a circuit he's thrived at so. yeah so hopefully that's something that's going to add to
1: add to the weekend for us as race fans but it's actually going to add to actually the excitement of those two actually being in the cockpit and fighting each other on, yeah, on at a, at on a minute, tricky that's track that's where the battle's at that's where the battle's it, at you know? exactly
0: in terms of winning Grand Prix oh. Red Bull we expect to always be at the sharp end and be in the mix and it's probably going to come down to one of those two you'd say with the form they've shown what talking about red Bull and the dynamic between max and sergio uh danny rick's actually getting a run out yeah a Norse life later on this year is is that anything for checo to you know have a little worry about or is he in a position where he's doing a good enough job that danny rick's got no chance of getting near his seat well, I, i'm not really too sure what it kind of suggests to be honest. No
1: if it was FP1 in Baku yeah. then I'd be worried Yeah <laughs> that's true on a sprint race weekend, can i will be very worried out. very worried straight into qualifying yeah. yeah no again it's something we know Red Bull do a lot of these demonstration uh, around the world. And yeah. the Nordschleife is one of those where they feel it's it's a time to get a Formula 1 car out there. The Danny Rick F1 is the guy. F1 car
0: around Nordschleife That sounds Yes. carnage but brilliant yes. at the same time.
1: Yes. It's going to have a, a, a rather high ride height. Yeah. I would imagine I would imagine by about 8 inches.
0: That would be an F1 car there. Yes, he's going to be plenty of undulation going on around that. Pretty bonkers.
1: Yes, exactly. But for Sergio no, not at all. I don't think you have to worry when it's when it's a demonstration run. It's when it starts to encroach on your Track time yeah. at a Grand Prix weekend, then that's where you have to start of sort of going.
0: Why?
1: Why is? Why is he in the yeah, car? Yeah, he might
0: start getting his car. Yeah, that exactly. That's where
1: you would. This type of thing. No, it's not a problem. It's great for Danny Rick. It's great for for Formula One to get a car back on the, the what North. What are they going to try and do around the North? Schleifer? I have I no they, idea. Are they
0: going to go for a, rep, a lap record? Or I don't gonna... know
1: Danny Rick's sort of history around that track. No, I thought there's much.
0: No, I don't think he would have known the place at no. the back of his hand like you no. know other GT drivers because that's more their forte, isn't it?
1: But. They can spend hours... Hours and hours and hours, Billy. Well, I'm going to do a few more hours and hours on top of that, <laughs> that in the simulator. Yeah.
0: Anyway, that's the only reason, really. I know the place. I've never Me too. driven it in real life. I've but done it in, 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 in lockdown, it, particularly, I yeah. Did I did 24 a 24 laps of the North. Yeah, and, and that's how I learned it. Yeah. Actually,
1: I learned it on YouTube. It was a Ferrari FXXX something or other, <laughs> and I just kept replaying that that lap that he did. It was a qualifying lap, or just what a lap that it did around the circuit. And that's how I learned it.
0: Did you? So you learn circuits quite visually? Then you can actually just watch someone else go around a so circuit and you can learn when you're going. Because for me, it's like I can watch videos and stuff, but until you're actually, you know, potentially on a sim and actually putting the car where you want it and and seeing how it reacts to the bumps and stuff, that's where, for me, it, I'd, I'd really start to get into see, a circuit. See, th-
1: this is where I think it, you know, it's a little bit of a dig uh, at me uh, because I'm slightly dig? older. Um, <laughs> and you're talking about, yeah, how did you learn circuits? Yeah, well, we used to walk around them. Walk the circuit. And then drive them, well, drive them initially in uh in fp1 and then just and that on. was how you learnt the circuit yeah so it's a little bit of a dig that i didn't have that ability to have a sim at home and have a, have a learn in the circuit but that's where we're, we're we're from a stronger generation billy
0: stronger generation a stronger yes oh, uh, yeah more uh, capacity more brain yeah.
1: capacity to absorb everything that was going on in a very very oh, short space soft, of time. This old, <laughs>
0: <this old chestnut. laughs> mate it nothing, was different don't, don't give us a stick mate you know we're just using the tools we've got mate. if you had them you'd be using them you're just that's jealous i think that's where it stems from there was an, there was an element side. of that i have to say i didn't <laughs> want to
1: admit it but you've got it out of me damn you damn you yes yeah, so yeah it's 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 something that yeah there's there's a lot more tools out there for danny rick to be able to to learn that Norsh life that's for sure but yeah as we said at the beginning sergio uh no doesn't have to worry at this present time
0: okay does he what about Mercedes? Right. Mate? Should we get into them? Yes. Um, I mean, there is a bit of news around that there team is some in good general. News. Do you want to tell the viewers and the listeners well, what's going on? Hopefully, with that?
1: I think a lot of you probably already know. James Allison is actually uh, rejoining the rejoining the ranks of the Formula One team. He's sort of been outside. He's been doing a little bit of the America's Cup boat. I think he's been working on that. I think he's been in the office maybe a couple of hours. Uh, once a week um, so his his role has changed from when, when he was originally there when they were when Mercedes were in their winning ways and James now is coming back he's replaced Mike Elliott so they switched roles um, and what James is good at but this is where this is probably going to be a little bit more difficult for him is I think in the in the last couple of seasons of when they were very very, very strong at Mercedes in the heyday what James was very 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 good at because I remember they had a had a season i can't remember exactly what season it was now i don't know if it was 1920 something like that where they didn't bring many upgrades but what they did do they still made the car improve and they improved it through the setup of the car Just and the, and the, in, and the yeah, dynamics point of point of, of the car, and I think that's where James is going to be very, very good for them from that point I of think view. That's a big
0: part of Formula One, mate. Isn't it, it is as much as you know. We're in a world of upgrades at this race, that race to find performance. Yeah, if you can't get the most out of what you've already got, then how do? you if you yeah. don't know what you've already got as a baseline, how are you expected to know what an upgrade well, going it, to do? Well, it's a
1: bit like the issue that they've originally had with the porpoise. In. It's a little bit of the issue maybe they've got at the moment where they're not quite sure where their aerodynamics are. We know the Red Bull has a better sort of DRS uh, as well. Yeah, there's been a lot but, of talk about yeah, that. Yes, a lot there? of talk about that, yeah. But there's also, which is what James is very good at, is the vehicle dynamics side of it. It's how you get sort of the, the suspension to work with the aerodynamics. So that may be a very interesting thing for us to watch, but obviously interesting for, for uh, Lewis and George to see if they can actually get that car that Lewis has already mentioned, that he's, he can't feel it. Um, it's a bit of a numb factor when he's in the car. Is that something James can bring? Lewis and George seems
0: like quite a lot of expectation mm. for just one change in personnel. You know what I mean? But I guess that suggests how good people rate James Allison. That you when know, yeah, I t- were sat here I talking so. about the fact that his involvement now back in the team, well, Adrian could, knew you know, sort of gets the same sort of change, thing, doesn't yeah. to unlock a load of performance.
1: Yeah, I, again, it's it's there's a good chance that it might aid. The drivers for a car that is very, very numb. I think the the fundamental, again, it's one of those things, the fundamentals are there. When they hit the now perfectly on the head, the car's not that bad.
0: She's got a, such a small window, is not it?
1: Such a small window, exactly. So maybe those vehicle dynamics is something that James is going to be able to sort of bring the whole thing together. And then maybe they're going to be more competitive because of that.
0: Yeah, I Good hope, to, see we, good to so. see. we hope I so. We hope so. A more we competitive could have seen back world of Formula One yeah, it's something that we can always ask for and we always want to see. Um, we've mentioned that there's been a big break, mate, since the last race. Yep. Uh what about the, the, some of the drivers? We've seen, you know, the likes of Lewis at Coachella Music Festival and hanging out with Justin Bieber and all this sort of stuff. You know, there's a, a Lewis, lot of...
1: Lewis at Donington Park. And Donington Park. Yeah, he was here real, yesterday, yes. in fact. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. watching his brother
0: Nick in the touring car. So, you know, really yeah. making use of that break in the season and hope, sort of unwinding. Yeah, yeah,
1: I hope he came up on a motorbike. I hope. Yeah. I
0: hope he did. I hope
1: he had his leathers on and he came up with All a, blacked out. Know, all blacked out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah looking like Stealthy. a bad boy. <laughs> Stealthy. Stealthy, I hope so. Yes, exactly. So again, yeah, it's good because... You know, we know how the you know, the, the stresses of being a Formula One driver are. The relentless well, calendar. Well if you don't know how stressy they are, they are very stressy. <laughs> uh, yeah. And can it's I good confirm? to see yes, you can, it's good to see drivers actually having time out and actually going there, supporting his brother Nick and having a bit of fun fun as well. So it's nice to see that the drivers do have sort of the the downtime. Uh, that they have and they have all different ways of doing that maybe a, you know on the golf course yeah I've seen one all thing. sorts of yeah.
0: things from lots of the different drivers you know going and just going on and sitting on a beach from what it seems on the likes of Instagram and sounds, chilling out sounds or, very boring to me yeah, that that, sitting on yeah. the beach <laughs> everyone does it differently don't they everyone yes they do just kind of finds their own way to relax yeah. and switch off from Formula 1 yeah just as long as it means that when they turn up to backer they're switched back in and they're focused on the job then no one really cares what you do in between no, as exactly. such no. it's, you know that's not not any of our businesses really
1: no, I think that's, that, that's what's I think impressive by these top sportsmen that we have in any form of sport, from football to tennis to, to golf to motorsport, et cetera, et cetera, is how they can sort of have that downtime but instantly switch straight back into what they love do you think they, they love?
0: really switch off fully from sport like the greats when you're talking about Lewis you know obviously going to a music festival sounds like something where you wouldn't even be thinking about Formula One but for some reason in the back of my head I'm thinking Lewis could be at Coachella with Justin Bieber and all these celebrities yeah. and I'm still thinking that they'll be part of his mind on Formula One and what's going on
1: maybe not in that particular sort of moment or a couple of hours yeah. I but I do but I was interesting. I always remember Michael. I could never see Michael switching off at any time. He was just so mentally in the moment the whole time. When he was in the car, then when he was out the car. When he was out the car in the week and a run up to a Grand Prix, like a, like like coming up to Baku he was always thinking he was always testing the team to make sure that they were improving the car to keep ahead of everybody else so I think someone like Michael was quite a a rare a rare beast from that point of view but then I actually go back probably go back a bit further with it center. I think it was the same Alan Pross I think they had the You've very very same like obsessive same way yeah to you, yeah he, I, think. I think you have I know Nigel played golf loved his golf so that was his sort of downtime that he had um, but but you're right every driver has a sort a different way of way of doing that we know Lando for example likes his like he's painting his helmets and stuff yeah like that, designing it was helmets it interesting
0: actually when I spoke to Lando before the start of the season yeah. and golf came up in our conversation there and he was talking to me about how he actually finds it useful from like almost like a sports psychology po- point of view it
1: destroyed me <laughs> <laughs> golf destroyed golf destroyed
0: my mental <laughs> there you go mate. sports psychology wasn't quite <laughs> up to scratch
1: <laughs> if he can if he can take all the downers that come with golf he's going to be damn ba- good that's
0: basically what he said he basically said you go from hitting a good shot to a bad shot but then he said you've got to regroup refocus ah. for the next shot ah, and so it, so there's the difference and
1: good shot to a bad shot mine was from a bad shot to a bad yeah, shot yeah. <laughs> yeah that's maybe where the issue comes that's into play damn it <laughs>
0: But yeah, it's interesting how everyone's uh, unwinded and sort of used this time off. Talking about Lewis, well, whilst we're on the subject, there's yeah. still rumours, you know, going around the paddock as usual around his contract and, you know, Mercedes, the fact that it hasn't been signed on a dotted line yet, no extension in place. Yeah. Can you see that Just it's just a matter of time or do you think there's any chance he'll be looking elsewhere?
1: I don't know. I, th- I think in the position that he's in, he's a seven-time world champion, everybody knows how good he is. I think he's, you know, why would you want to
0: sign up I don't know. when
1: you're still unsure?
0: Exactly, It's a lot, a, a, team. Team. a lot of uncertainty around the team. Previous success doesn't necessarily that. mean that they're no. going to be winning again in the future. Not at all, no. We've why seen that in that? Formula 1 before. Ferrari, you know, one of the biggest teams in Formula 1, how long has it been since, you know, one of their drivers has won the world championship? It's James, has been James a long Allison. time. That putting getting James back in, I think he he knew Lewis how important James was. Do you think that's Lewis's doing, or do you think that's Toto Sweetening? It, the could deal Lewis. it could be a bit of both. It
1: could be a bit of both, because I think they both know that they need to change things to make it to make it better and put them in a position where they can sort of get back to winning race. Because at the moment, after what happened last year and the races we've had so far this year, it's, in a, it's not in a very good place, is it? No, so some someone over there. has got to come in who's got that reputation of being able to sort of do that sort of... F- final fine-tuning maybe a little bit more work than that but it's someone who understands what needs to be done so i think that is something that maybe is a is a positive is a little sort of dangling the carrot in front of lewis to say right we've got james back you know how james, good james is you respect james and then let's let's see what happens
0: next thing you know will be uh, will be saying valtteri's back in the scene. <laughs> <sea." laughs> get the dream team back maybe, together
1: maybe maybe Oh, that is that is hard. Poor old George. Yeah, poor what is George. With you? George, do apologise maybe there's a bit of uh,
0: sarcasm in that <laughs> one, mate. <laughs> I miss the sarcasm. But anyway,
1: <laughs> from that point of view. But yeah, but it's interesting. But I think it's a clever a clever thing for him to do. It's just delay, delay, wait, 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 don't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think uh with someone like Lewis it would definitely be considering all his options but equally yeah. he's a, we've seen he's a loyal character you know he's been in formula one for you know decades now he's been in the sport for a long long time mm. and he's only ever driven for mclaren and mercedes sure. two teams we've seen a lot of other drivers hop around the paddock a lot more often than than he does so i think he's that sort of character that if he sees any glimmer of of hope and potential that he'll be able to get back to winning ways with a team yeah. that he'll stick by him.
1: You know, one other thing I think is very good with with uh, with that situation that, that he's in at the moment, not signing signing on the dotted line. It's a message to everybody else who might think, oh, we might have a chance of getting Lewis here.
0: I go Who's to everybody that, else, I go, Johnny? Go, come go, on, don't well, sit on we, the fence, Well, we have mate.
1: discussed it a little bit before, but I will mention it again. The red team.
0: The red team.
1: huh? Ferrari. Well, again, That's the he's, only place he's I on I the market. Yes, well. I, 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 I do as well. So I do agree with you but, in that sense. It may be something that might work for Ferrari and it might work for Lewis. And if it does work for Lewis and it does work for Ferrari, it damn well works for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it does for you yeah. as well. Yes. So interesting because there's another little sort of side to it that might sort of change things for, for the for
0: next season. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows, mate? Who knows? Come on, James. Get it right. Get it right. <laughs>
1: Some really interesting discussion there, Billy. Uh, We will be back with some more after this short break. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If If Only in Theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
0: Welcome back, everyone. So next up, let's re-chat about Aston Martin, you know, yeah. move on to them. Let's start off with just baseline expectation for this weekend, mate. I mean, they've not been off the podium so far this season. Expecting another podium for Aston Martin in Baku?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm going to put, put it out there. I'm going to go very, very risque. I reckon they could be third.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> if you don't know and you haven't watched the F1 season, they finished third in every single race. So, yeah, See? Johnny's really right pushing again. the boat out of that one. Wow. <laughs> good, aren't I? Huh? You're very, good. <laughs> very good. Very good. But Looking think- forward to hearing your predictions, mate. I think I've got it sussed already, to be honest. I think, I think
1: you're, yeah, you know exactly where I'm going to be going. And I think I know where you might be going as well. Um... One thing that is very interesting and I read the other day is where it was third place has been brilliant for them and the points that they've sort of been able to gather but podiums are not enough for Lawrence Stroll.
0: Bold statement. And I totally understand that. Good statement to make for yeah, that team. You know? Of course it is. From where they is. were last year everyone at home's thinking they're doing so well and we've, they've been you know heaping all this praise onto Aston Martin for the jump they've made yeah. but, you know that team in general wasn't or I don't, I don't think it's built to not win Grand Prix. No, That's what they want not. to do fundamentally, of don't course. they? And of course, you've got someone
1: like the likes of Fernando Alonso there, of course, who still wants to win. He knows he's sort of coming to that latter part in his career. Um, he's showing that he's still got that desire. He's still got the speed that the hunger we the still there. The hunger is still there, brilliantly so. And I know Lawrence is very much hungry. To make this a success, third position—it's not a success, is it? It's—it's—it's it's, it's moving it's step, the right way. It's yeah. a step towards that, um, and of course, it's also good for for his son Lance as well, because you know they are in a much stronger. Position overall as a team. What
0: do you make of Lance's performances so far? Because obviously, you know, we're talking about them finishing third in every race, but that's been Fernando. That's where he's been finishing. Yeah. And there's been obviously Lance had to deal with his issues at the start of the season. He's sort of, I imagine, now hopefully in a position where he's getting back to to full fitness. Yeah. When do you think there will come a slight different pressure for Lance to start getting his own podiums outright and, you know, Really taking it to Fernando. Do you think it's going to be more towards the end of the season, or do you think now we've had this little break, people will be wanting maybe a little bit more yeah. out, of, out of him across the whole weekend?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think with the issues that he started the, the season with, yeah, he did brilliantly, as yeah, we know. Completely um, has he been blown out of the water by Fernando? No. Um, and we are going to a particular track that he has done
0: first podium.
1: There you go. First podium. So from this one. Could back in be their Williams days, wasn't it? That opportunity. Yeah. For him, so it's a track he goes well at. Yeah. And he's consistently done very, very well there. Um, and that question you asked me, yeah, when is that sort of time where he sort of needs to raise his game? I suppose. Mm-hmm. Well, this could be that 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 place, Baku, for him to be able to do that. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Of course, we know how quick Fernando is going to be. But I do see glimpses, and I think we've all seen glimpses of you know he can be quick. He's got a pole position. He has led led races. Um, this cons- is very good in wet conditions. And wet conditions. Wet conditions. Yes. Just
0: from memory. Now you yes. mentioned those glimpses yeah. of pace oh, we've Turkey. seen. The pole position, Turkey, in Turkey. Yeah. You know, even I think back to I think in Monza when he was still yeah. with Williams, he had That's a right. great qualifying there. Yeah. So so I don't yes. think we're gonna get any rain in Baku. But I don't think it's the sort no. of place where that gets much water waterfall. No. Nope. Also, you know, I would like to see a little uh, more of a complete weekend from Lance. I agree. That's what I'd say. We've seen the glimpses. I'd like to see him string it all together and really take the fight to Fernando and potentially the cars ahead of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, there's a chance of that. We all know, as as we've just discussed, how good uh, Fernando will be. Um, And there is always going to be that pressure not maybe not a different type of pressure from within the team but there's also going to be that pressure from outside I think it's his his own expectations as well isn't it it's not
0: just our expectations of Lance and what he can deliver but I think surely you know being a Formula One driver and having the, the success he had in the junior categories and being established in formula 1 for a few years now he's got to have his own expectations of himself thinking you know yeah. i know fernando's one of the, the best drivers in formula 1 like he's very aware of that situation but equally if i want to you know potentially get to that that stage i've got to start beating him it's the only
1: way that you know you're going to have always going to have these people that will sort of say oh the billionaire's son and everything else but the only way you can change that is by doing the job in the cockpit so it's got to happen soon consistency wise yeah and he's got to be either very very close to fernando which i i believe he can be but it but the big thing will be actually beating him and that will be a hard thing can he do it i think he can do it if he's able to sort of do it every single race i think we're going to have to wait and see so again it's a, it's one of those teams that it's it's a very interesting dynamic that's in there you've got the the double world champion You've got the young, the young guy who's got pole positions and has, has led uh, some races. And this is an opportunity for him in a car that has improved massively. But you've got to be able to sort of raise your game when the car is more competitive. And this weekend is possibly one of those races where you, you expect... Actually, yeah. this is maybe where I expect Yeah, I him. feel like
0: I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah. It's the first weekend we're going into it. I expect him to give Fernando a good yes, run for his go. money. And that's yeah. where yeah. it's maybe been slightly different to the first few races where we've kind of hoped to see a bit more from Lance and to see that challenge on Fernando. I think this weekend with his track record here, you know, and with the car in a good position, you know, we're expecting to see good things for him this weekend. So yeah. we'll wait and see whether, you know, whether our expectations, you know, are... Uh, there to be met, but hopefully, yep. for, for Lance's sake, he can he can get the job done. Yes,
1: and that one other little rumour as well, Honda.
0: Honda for 2026. Oh, Aston Martin. Mm. Well, do you think that's a good move, mate? Well, <sighs> Honda, you know, the power unit, it's obviously working in, mm. in the Red Bull, so you can't complain from that side, but it does, the power unit has such an influence on the design philosophy at the back of the car, you know, we see the differences between the different power units and what you can do with the, the body work around that and how that all yep. the intricate details there work. But it's a, it's a big step either way. Whether that's in the right direction, who knows? Timing-wise, again, if you look at it
1: timing-wise, obviously they've they've got that Honda power unit working very, very well. But that's only been over realistically, I suppose, the last two years, I suppose, in many respects. Yes. Mercedes, Mercedes have had, had a long, for a long time, and They've had a really? long, long run. So is this that sort of point where honda's suddenly going to be the better package to have
0: well, the red bull aren't struggling in a straight line so no, they're me not but they've got advantage in other ways it's, yeah, not, it's, just a it's not just it's power unit no granted, but it's the it's a very drivable
1: good power unit yeah. that's for sure and there are you always hear little rumors where the mercedes is not the package it once was and it hasn't got the advantage it, ha- it once had as well. So that's what I said. Is this a, sort of that little changeover becoming your way? The only problem you have by being a customer is obviously you are a customer and you get a customer engine. It's slightly different. I know they are, they give pretty much, or they do give the same power units you have, but you're always going to be not leading and being part of that development. I guess that, that they've got on. that
0: current situation with the Mercedes in the, the back of the car, though, haven't they, to a certain mm. extent? To Aston certain Martin, extent. yeah. Yeah, no, sure. It's, that's not, I guess, maybe not the, a big difference to them from where they're at currently, unless they start building their own engines. Well,
1: that's the only thing, because that's the only way you would sort of think, well, if you're really wanting to take it to those, those big teams,
0: as in a Red Bull,
1: as a Ferrari, or the Mercedes, is to have your own power unit. We both know that is a big undertaking. Sounds expensive to do mate. that. It sounds yeah, but it's it's one of those things. It sounds expensive, but if you do do it from a brand point of view, road cars for one, Aston mm-hmm. Martin, but then the link between the the F one team brand. If if it works, of course it helps the road car brand anyway because everybody gets a bit excited over the technology that f1 has been able to then sort of put across to the to the road car but that's a, a long long way down the line and as far as i understand it with the new aston martin facility being built at silverstone at the moment there isn't an engine
0: uh block <laughs> another <building> built, boys. <laughs> there's not a building
1: as far as i know they're not for for that but i can understand why you might think of going the honda route um, yeah, I don't because think it's a bad shout. So it's either. not a bad shout at all. Again, are they going to lose out compared to the Mercedes? No. Are they potentially going to gain? Yes. Hmm. So it's not a bad shout, is it? We'll
0: wait and see. We'll wait, wait, wait and see. see. Yes. What about the world of Ferrari? Uh, you mentioned the, the red team, as you mentioned them earlier. Ferrari. Yeah. What's what's going on over there, mate? Because you know, every time we have these discussions and and make these predictions, I've put Ferrari in my top three on a on a couple of occasions. I did so far, and
1: we slipped up on that. Yeah,
0: (laughs) well, it was just based off what they did last year, mate. I mean. You know, you talk about a turnaround from Aston Martin and bringing it up to the, the front end of the grid. F- Ferrari, at the start of last season, had the best car on the grid quite comfortably and were out in front of the constructors and the drivers' championship. We you know how that eventually slipped away with a few mistakes yep. um, from them across the season. But now they're in a position where uh, I can't even see them getting on the podium, which is baffling to me.
1: Well, it's, it's baffling, I suppose, because you always, always have these expectations. You always... And I always do. I always want Ferrari to do well, but there yeah. are, we've had so many years where it doesn't quite get. It nearly gets there, and then it sort of trips over something. Then it never, never quite work works out. But if you do look at this season. I suppose their problem has been, as I, as I see it, is they probably haven't improved from last year. Yeah, it looks like they've where the improved. A little improved. It's still not competitive com- compared to the Red Bull or even the Aston at the moment. Mm. Maybe closer to the Aston, of course, but. So the Merck's improved and the Aston has now got in the mix. So they've sort of effectively lost out to two teams, which has then pushed them back. But we're all confused because we expect them to do well. But this goes back to the whole thing with, with uh, James Allison coming on board. You need all these different ingredients to make those steps work in the in a in a in a way that will actually make you ahead of the other the yeah, other teams you're up against. Yeah, not Hasn't they? happened, has it? For whatever reason, I know they've changed uh, uh, changed the main man at the top. Yeah, uh, Fred, we can't. Fred yeah, Resser. I think
0: everyone in the paddock at this stage is fairly aware that we can't start pinning it on the new top man at Ferrari, can we? No, he, he's so new to the team. Yeah. He's had in a lot of people's eyes barely any influence on that current car that's no, been you know designed and processed and dealt with all throughout last season as as they do it's all work in the background whilst last season was going on that's kind of gotten them to where they are with this car yeah yeah it's it's a weird one because he's come into a team on the downslope so that it's a hard position you know to to be in to then turn it turn it around
1: yeah it's going to be a bit of a very difficult weekend I think for them because it's a track generally they probably haven't been too bad at. They've actually been fairly competitive over the years, to be per- perfectly honest. But I think with the new um, added teams from an Aston Martin and an, an improved, if you want to class it as an improved Mercedes, I think, again, they're going to be sort of that fourth fourth team. You know, they mu- they, they're they probably going to have to have a perfect weekend at potentially not a perfect weekend to be able to get your car set up in the manner that will actually benefit you <laughs> <laughs> when it comes down to the race because yeah. you've got one practice, you've got one hit. Effectively, you can play around with it, of course, going into a, a sprint race, and of course, then in, in, in a little bit in qualifying. But that's going to be sort of little fettly, fettly things. So, so it'd be, it'd be interesting to be see. Interesting. I don't, I don't see it sort of changing compared to what we've seen so far.
0: What about Yet. last time out when Australia, you know, there was it wasn't a smooth weekend for Ferrari, and nope. particularly for Carlos Sainz in yep. the end. You yep. know, we had that drama at the end of the Grand Prix, sure. him crashing into his fellow Spaniard, yes. Fernando <laughs> Alonso. Obviously, that kind of was a double whammy for, for Carlos, because, you know, they took it back a lap. So, you know, the, Fernando got his position back, and he got the penalty himself, yep. which then really yes, knackered really, him when they completely. were all in sync going over the finish line he tried a few little tactics to to get him and open up a gap even behind yeah, one was, by one but yeah, it on was a losing a, battle it was
1: never going to happen be on a sort of a restart like that no but for, but,
0: they did come out punchy and they've you know protested that yes result yes. and, you and know. there seems
1: to be a bit of chat with the FIA maybe sort of looking at sort of maybe changing the way that those penalties are are given uh, in maybe in that in that situation, and maybe the way penalties are given out uh, in total, because again, because everybody, the protesting that happened from Ferrari, the, the comments from the FIA, who are going to look at look at the whole the whole situation, is it going to be down to what the the actual incident was, or just how you apply that incident penalty in that scenario that we saw in Australia? That's going to be the interesting one.
0: Yeah, there's uh, definitely a bit of a. Uh room for manoeuvre I guess you could say with how the penalties are applied in certain situations finally we mentioned Lewis earlier with with the red team Do, do you think it's in Ferrari's best interests from as a team to go and push the boat out and see if they can go get hold of a Lewis Hamilton do you think he'll be able to guide them in the right direction and get them back on track or do you think adding a new driver into the mix probably isn't the smartest move
1: yeah, it's 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 a difficult situation because obviously I think everybody likes Carlos and Carlos is a is a good egg and he's a he's a he's a quick old boy uh, on, in the cockpit itself. But I know Charlie's someone that they all respect heavily in, in Ferrari itself. They expect him to be when, give, when they get get the right car to probably win a championship. Is it worth that risk of getting a seven time world champion in there to sort of help that whole progress sort of happen? Yes, it is. I I I I would if I was in the their that decision. sounds like
0: an absolutely lethal driver lineup. By the way, doesn't it? It, it, it sounds Charles quite Rupert, exciting. Lewis yes, Hamilton, yes. both in red. Like, yeah, I think it'd yeah. be awesome to if see. If I was looking in my happen. mirrors and saw a red car behind me, and I knew it was either one of them two, I'd think, "Damn, I'm in in for a a long old race here."
1: Ah, good. I'm glad you ended it that way. I thought you was going to say also. Oh, I, I was. That's it. I'm giving up because I've got <laughs> loads of great cars there. Thank goodness you said that Nothing because, because I up, know mate. you would have stayed. In front and (laughs) cause them trouble. Back and right up. Well done, Claire. (laughs) You worried me when you first started that one. But no, I I think they should go for it. And and I'm sure, as we discussed a little bit earlier on, by Lewis not signing the the Merck one, that gives uh, that possibility.
0: Any other outsider teams this weekend, mate? People you expect to do well. I'm going to throw Williams in the mix. And that's purely because in a straight line, they are pretty epic there's a long i straight in baku and i yep. think if they can somehow wangle a good qualifying result you know it'll be hard to overtake them in the race which we've, we've seen on a couple of occasions so i'm gonna go alex Albon williams that's gonna be my little you know yep. gamble what about you, you i think it, i
1: think it's it's good putting it out there i will one minute i will applaud you for doing that one thanks mate yeah well done thank but you. i'm gonna go alpine Alpine. I'm going to go Alpine,
0: actually, yeah. I, Any one I of those drivers so many, or both?
1: I like both because they're both feisty little blighters, <laughs> I have to say. Their they elbows are out all the time, which is what, which is what I, I like to see. But I think there's a lot of positive talk coming out from Alpine as well. And I think this is a weekend I, they believe they can take it to Merck. Now that because that's obviously probably going ahead of Ferrari as well. That would be brilliant to see. And I think the the fight we're going to see with the sort of the upgrade war that we sort of have is going to be really interesting to see, can they bring that upgrade that will put them in that position? Well, you mentioned the talk, upgrades there. The talk is very, very strong. Yeah, you Olympics.
0: mentioned those upgrades and since the beginning of the season all I've been sort of hearing around McLaren and with Lan- from Nando Norris is Baku, Baku, Baku is the race for bringing upgrades, We're bringing yeah, yeah. upgrades. So like I everyone, don't know like if everyone, that's everyone else, put them in the mix, like you say everyone <laughs> seems to be bringing them, but McLaren have been banging on about yeah, yeah. Baku being the race where this they're going to make a step forward. So if you're a Lando Norris fan, this could be your weekend where you, you get a little bit happier watching Formula One at home.
1: Yeah, again, we hope so because obviously we like, we like uh, uh, McLaren, we like Lando Oscar and uh, they've, got, they've got a good opportunity if they bring the upgrades that improve the car. Great, but it's what the others do as well. That's yeah. always the key. You can improve. It's the never as
0: simple as it's we're never go simple, faster we're and faster. You all stay the same.
1: No, uh, oh, sadly they're faster as well, <laughs> and that's where you sort of then you're in the same position you were before. So, yeah, let's hope so, of course, because we we love uh, what uh, McLaren are all about. Um, but it's got to be a, I think, a big chunk, a big yeah, big chunk, big, maybe big bigger, chunk bigger than what the others are going to bring along.
0: Yeah. Okay, now, mate, it's come to that that stage. The predictions are back. It's very simple. You know, um, do you want simple. me to go first? You to yes. go first. I think I know what your predictions are going to be. <laughs> you
1: should put a red one
0: in there just to keep. No, on I can't, mate. I, <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could. You know, have more <laughs> options <laughs> to me for a podium. Yes, me and too. At the minute, I just feel like it's it's not an option to go red on the on the podium. I'm gonna. I only put one Red Bull on there, though. I think for some reason in the back Ooh. of my mind, I just think, you know, Baku, Street Circuit, I feel there'll be some sort of controversy surrounding them. I'm going to say Max wins it, though. Yeah, I'm going to
1: go that as well. Okay.
0: Uh, I'm going to say Fernando Alonso is going to finish second. Ooh. And I'm going to put George Russell on the podium in third. Ah, okay. I'm like not it. seeing it be a straightforward race. It never really is in Baku. There's always something.
1: There is always something, I have to say. I, I'm going to put Sergio second. Okay. But I'm going to, One, I'm going to stick out. We, we did discuss him. It's at a track that he has done well in the past, which we, we, is where we expect him to perform. Yeah. I'm going to go for Stroll.
0: I thought you were going Fernando. I know, I yeah, know you, you did. I clear. know you did. So you're going one, yeah. two, for and Stroll. I'm going to do the stroke just okay, at because ex- we expect. Yeah, I it's a little bit, a little bit of a twist. Now I wasn't going to throw. Cheka, a, you were expecting I was
1: going to put a Ferrari in there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll throw that. I'll throw that curve curve in there. At a I'm, I'm down, at as well. you, Johnny. I don't think
0: you're convinced with your own prediction you've made there.
1: You can look at this face in whatever <laughs> you, you manner you You've got a good you poker wish. face, mate. That's what I'm uh, saying. You've uh, got a good poker face. You don't face. know what I'm thinking now, <laughs> do you? Mm. <laughs> He's looking at me
0: in a puzzled manner himself. <laughs> That's anyway, exactly. Anyway, anyway Strotherd. You know, I'd be I'd be pleasantly surprised if that was the case, but yeah. I don't know why. I think it's going to be a good race. There's going to be lots of action to yeah. it. Yeah,
1: I, I do. I do as well. Again, historically, it's do we always make a prediction
0: for the sprint race. It,
1: oh, that's a good point.
0: Do we make oh, a prediction a for the sprint point.
1: race? Oh, okay.
0: Because that's like a one-off by itself. Yes. So you know, oh, maybe I'll stick a red car in the sprint race podium. Go on, do it. Go on. <laughs> now you can go first this time. Actually, <laughs> I've do just it. done the. Well, you okay. go first. Come All on. Right then. Okay. Sprint Even race. Even it out.
1: Sprint race. Right. I'll tell you what then. Oh, let's try and mix it up. Let's try and be a little bit different. Sergio. Sergio I mean, I win Sergio, and a sprint Sergio for a win, then I'm gonna do
0: Max. God, it's another one yeah, two, mate.
1: Now now I'm not quite sure what I'm gonna do. Um oh. Oh, there's, only, there's only two choices on this one.
0: Okay. Hit me with them. <sighs> Come on, it shouldn't do take I have this to? long. But
1: this is not easy. It's not an easy one. <laughs> I'm going so to desperate. I'm going to go. It's got to it's, it's gotta be. It's got to be. A, I have overthought it, it already because I've already stuck. Yeah, those are Red Bulls up there. That wasn't an overthought actually. <laughs> uh, Checo
0: Max, who's third? Aston
1: Martin. <laughs> Aston Martin. God, That's what I'm
0: thinking People have switched off now. Aston Martin. People have switched off. That's not off. a surprise. If you're still listening, <laughs> we'll eventually get Johnny to give us a straight answer.
1: Aston Martin. There you go. One of the two. No. That's, that's a cop out. Oh, Come on. Okay. All right. I'll go to Spaniard just to make it different. Because okay. I know the Grand Prix is more important than the sprint race. Christ, that's that's what, that's what everyone thinks. It's not.
0: Right. Sprint race. Checo first. I agree with you. Like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Checo first. Fernando Alonso second, Max third. I'm Zappen looking at you in a very
1: different light now.
0: Are you? Yeah. because well, I've agreed with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jaco <you. laughs> yeah. first, is going to come second in the sprint Ooh, race, Max third. Oh, okay. So, Not a bad shout. Two Red Bulls and an Aston as well, but, you know, at least yeah. I've mixed it up a bit with the order, you know. Yeah. A bit out there.
1: I'm going to put, I'm, I'm going to, can I change mine? No, you can't. D- can we'll be here mine? another hour, mate. No, I was going to we throw are. an LP. Right, we're tuning in. I was out. going to Thank throw you a Gasly third. That's it's
0: Gasly third. That is, Gasly third. Uh, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> Does not count. Well, I think that's about it for this week, Johnny. <laughs> we'll be back later in the week with a very special episode.
1: Yes, we will. (laughs) And thank you to everybody getting in touch with us at Lift the Lid Pod. Keep sending in your questions as Team Radio will be back next week.
0: Yep, so have a good week and catch up soon. Goodbye. This has been a Soapbox London
1: and SBX Studios production. Our executive producers were Rowan Wilkinson and Andy Bell.